Welcome to Way to Live, the holistic well-being podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Connolly, and this is episode 11. Let's get started. So over the weekend, I turned 29 years old. And knowing that I have one more year until my 30s, I wanted to reevaluate my health and well-being as it stands today. And after reflecting on the many facets of one's life, I'm overall really happy with where I'm at in the grand scheme of it all. But of course, there's always room for improvement. The main area of wellness I really wanted to focus on more is my physical health. I often get caught up in the daily grind of work and life that I deprioritize fitness and exercise. It just doesn't happen a lot of the time. Now, my mind gets plenty of exercise, but not necessarily my body, and I want to change that. So I'm making a health resolution, and here it is. I'm going to exercise and stretch three times a week until the end of the year. Now, typically, resolutions are meant for New Year's to kick off the year on a fresh start, but they can also be for large milestones like birthdays, buying a house, getting married, having kids, or retiring. Whatever it might be, it's never the wrong time to start a resolution. We're all well-versed in making health resolutions. We wanna lose weight, eat better, stop smoking, and the list goes on. Making a resolution is easy. It's sticking to them, and that's the hardest part. Resolutions can be scary, overwhelming, and oftentimes fail. I'm pretty sure every adult in the world who has made a resolution to be healthier broke their resolutions shortly after making it. So why is it so hard to make resolutions last? Why is it so hard to make healthy changes that we know can help us feel better and live longer? Change is possible, but changing behavior is extremely difficult without the right strategies. Wanting to know why resolutions often slip through the cracks I did some research on the biggest challenges of health resolutions, which I will share with you. And I'm also going to share the most common strategies that worked for successful candidates. So here we go. Challenge number one. This is the biggest pitfall. People often set unrealistic goals. We can quickly become frustrated and give up if our goals are too unrealistic. Any resolutions should include small goals that are definable and accompanied by a solid plan on how you'll get to that goal. So for instance, a resolution to lose 30 pounds may seem overwhelming. So instead, try setting smaller goals of losing five pounds a month for six months. Think baby steps rather than giant leaps. Okay, challenge number two. People have way too many things on their resolution list. 
taking on too much all at once can be daunting. And it can be particularly difficult, too, because establishing new behavioral patterns takes time. Focusing on your efforts um, one at a time on a specific goal makes keeping a resolution much more achievable. You should pick just one and focus your energies on that one goal rather than spreading yourself too thin among a number of different objectives. So one goal, keep it short and simple. Challenge number three. People underestimate creating a resolution and wait until the last minute. So don't wait until the last minute. Planning is actually an essential part to achieving any goal. Experts suggest that you should spend quality time thinking about how you will tackle a major behavior change. Our resolutions are often lifestyle changes. So you can't just think about it one day and start on it the next. It requires a major shift in mindset, thinking about why you want to change for the better, and then prepping and planning out how you're going to make these sweeping changes in your life. So after doing all this research, those are the three biggest challenges to making and keeping health resolutions. Unrealistic goals, multiple resolutions, and underestimating the associated prep time. But what are the success factors? After reading many articles and blogs on this subject, I've compiled a list of six key strategies to help you on your journey towards a successful resolution goal. Okay, so let's go over them. Success factor number one, think of how it will enhance your life. I mean, really think about it. How is it going to affect you physically, mentally, emotionally, socially, financially? For instance, when you stop smoking cigarettes, your risk lowers immensely for cancer, heart disease, stroke, and early death. Physically speaking, your skin will also look way better. You'll have better vision, hearing, bones, strength, and improve the health of your mouth, gums, and teeth. Mentally, you'll be sharper-minded, emotionally less dependent on substances and addictions. Socially, you could meet new people. And financially, you could be saving a ton of money for kicking a bad habit. So keeping facts like this in mind can help you maintain your focus over the long haul. So for me, my fitness resolution will help me improve my lower back pain, cardio health, strength and flexibility, it will help me feel great mentally and emotionally. If I adapt this as a new lifestyle, I could potentially meet new people. And financially, it's probably more of an expense rather than a savings. But the health benefits definitely outweigh the cost. 
Success factor number two, make small, smart goals. If you're not aware of the SMART acronym for goal setting, it's S for specific, M for measurable, A for achievable, R for relevant, and T for time-based. Every year, millions of adults make a resolution to lose weight or get in shape. Instead of selecting such an ambiguous goal, focus on something more specific that you can realistically achieve. So instead of saying you'll lose weight, you can say, I commit to losing 10 pounds over a course of three months or running a mini marathon by October. Choosing a concrete achievable goal also gives you the opportunity to plan exactly how you're going to accomplish your goal over the course of the year. In my case, my resolution is to exercise and stretch three times a week until the end of the year. It's specific, measurable, reasonably achievable, relevant to improving my health, and based on time. Success factor number three, set up a successful environment. Your environment can help you thrive in a major way or hinder your progress. If you're aiming to live a healthier lifestyle, assess your home environment and remove everything that is unhealthy for you. Your environment also relates to resources if you're wanting to live a healthier lifestyle, like working out more, make sure to have many workout clothes, fitness equipment, yoga mats, etc. Your environment is also about changing bad habits. So if you wanna wake up earlier to work out, but find yourself hitting the snooze button too often, try putting your alarm clock on the other side of the room so you'll be forced to get up to turn it off. Or if you're having trouble making it to the gym, sleep in your gym clothes to make it easier for you to get out of the door for a morning workout session. A lot of what I've described are things that I will have to adopt in order to maintain my resolution. Success factor number four, find social support. Whether it's your family, friends, or partner, their support will help you through the tough times. Choose people to lean on who will motivate you and even participate in your resolution activities. It's often much easier to accomplish our goals when we know that we have our close social circle by our side. To help me stick to my resolution, I'll be sharing my progress with my boyfriend, friends, brother, and parents. Success factor number five, prepare for the challenges ahead. Those unhealthy habits that you're trying to change probably took years to develop. So how can you expect to change them in just a matter of days, weeks, or months? It may take longer 
than you would like to achieve your goals, but remember that this is not a race to the finish. Once you have made the commitment to changing a behavior, it is something that you will continue to work on for the rest of your life. Encountering a setback is one of the most common reasons why people give up on their resolutions. If you suddenly relapse into a bad habit, don't view it as a failure. The path towards your goal is not a straight one, and there are always going to be challenges ahead. Instead, view relapses as learning opportunities. If you're keeping a resolution journal, write down important information about when the relapse occurred and what might have triggered it. By understanding the challenges you face, you will be better prepared to deal with them in the future. I know that it will be challenging to keep up with my resolution. I'll prepare for those challenges by viewing setbacks as temporary, learn from my mistakes, and move forward positively. Success factor number six, document your progress. Write it down, check it off, chart through it. Just keep tabs of it somehow because self-monitoring and tracking seem to be critical for, for almost every sort of behavior change. It could be jotting down the foods you eat every day, keeping an exercise diary, or making a record of your sleeping patterns. Monitoring yourself might feel like a burden, but it's one of the best predictors of successful change. Think about how you can make tracking more convenient so it fits naturally into your life. For most of us, that might be an accessible journal, an app on your phone, a smartwatch, or even a combination of the three. As I think about documenting my progress, I'll make sure to wear my smartwatch every time I work out to track my health activity. I will either type up or write down my workout routine to keep track of what I do. And lastly, I'll use a physical or digital calendar to chart my progress of how often I work out. By following these steps, you are more likely to achieve one realistic health goal at a time. These six success factors will help you prep and plan for a big lifestyle change. I'll be starting my resolution the 1st of September and through the end of December. Four months of rigorous exercise and weekly lifestyle changes. I really hope I can stick to my resolution. I'll keep you informed throughout the podcast to let you know how I'm doing and share any insight I learn along the way to, in return, help you make healthier lifestyle choices. Because that's what this podcast is all about inspiring my listeners, 
sharing knowledge about well-being, and wishing you a healthier and happier way to live.